0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Backyard Day, Jeffrey, where today's video will have to be done because the power went out, which if you are someone who is like me, you wonder, did the power go out because the power went out or did I not pay a bill? But I do everything auto pay, so if I didn't pay a bill, it means I lost a credit card or something, but we'll figure that out later. I'm really upset because I downloaded a sound effect. It was an alarm sound effect, and I was going to use it for today's video, and it was going to be so witty and fun. But now I can't because the power's out. So I have to just do this in my backyard on my telephone, and you can hear cars drive by. But um, you can watch last night's video, YouTube.com/slash Jeff Cavanaugh, if you want to be talked off the ledge about the Cowboys team. But what I want to do is talk about some of the things that you could be legitimately concerned about, and you tell me how many alarms is the fire. In my head, because I don't actually know how this stuff works, but in my head, a five alarm would be the worst. And a one alarm would be the least concerning. So I'm going to go through a few things on this team, and you tell me. How many alarms is the fire in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh? Trayvon Diggs. Pro football focus is doubling and tripling down on the fact that he's like the worst corner in football, even though he has 11 interceptions. I got into a mini-debate with some of their guys last night about how I would think a grade should reflect the impact of the massive plays you make and how you play on the other plays. But for some reason, they don't want that to be how their grades work. I don't know. Uh, Trayvon Diggs went over 1,000 yards allowed in yesterday's game. I don't think very many people are going to think this is an any-star alarm because he has 11 interceptions. Now, if we get to a year and he has zero interceptions... Yeah, we might think Trayvon Diggs is a bad corner. But when you've got 11 interceptions, you give up as many damn yards as you want, according to me. Uh, Okay, so that's the first one. Tell me how many alarms is the Trayvon Diggs fire. Number two, penalties. How many star alarm is penalties? Because in that game against the Cardinals, and maybe you're going to choose to say that this is the refs, okay? And I'll let you. You can say whatever you want. you're an adult, or you're not, I don't know who's watching. The first drive of the game, Cowboys offense is cruising, moving the ball, no problem. Tyron Smith hold, kills the drive. Second drive by the Cowboys, let me make sure I get them all right. Second drive by the Cowboys. Now I have to make a little bit of a reach here because they still could have converted third and nine, but Dak missed a throw to Amari Cooper. But it was third and four. Offense was cruising. Tyler Biotish, false start on the center. So, misfire. There's that. And then that was the missed field goal drive. Third drive. It's a third and one. They've run the ball to Tony Pollard for six. They've run it for three. Then they run it for about 10. Lyle Collins gets called for a hold. And that one I do think was a real hold. Uh, Not that he needed to, because Zach Allen was not going to stop Tony Pollard from getting a yard, but whatever. I think that one was a real hold. So you had three drives. Two of them, you're moving the ball well. One of them, you're just getting started, but it looked like you're going to move the ball well. And so your offense is going to come out of three drives with zero points, even though your offense was moving the ball well. And why? Hold, false start, hold missed throw too, but Uh, how many, how many alarms is that fire? How many alarms is that fire? Penalties. Dak Prescott, because I know a lot of people just assume and say that Dak's terrible, which is a bad take. You should know it's a bad take. But you are now on a two month run of where in many of these games, he's not playing up to the standard that he's established for himself as an elite NFL quarterback where people talk about him as a top 10 guy for sure and a top five guy maybe. He's not playing up to that level consistently. And in this game, it looked like the hesitation was back. I hoped that last week on that two-play, you guys have probably heard me talk about this before, but there was a two-play dealio, back-to-back plays, where one of them, he's rolling right, and he throws off of his right calf, wha, rips the ball, and then the next play runs for 12 yards. And I went, okay, cool. He's back. Like, physically, he's fine. Now, you have this game where by the end of it, you say, hey, not a bad game. Okay game. But to me, there were enough situations with ball placement and looking unsure of what he was seeing and not being decisive with whether he was going to take off running, whether he was going to throw the ball, and things like that. So Dak Prescott, how many alarms does that fire? Leave it in the comments, youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh. One alarm fire is a little fire. five alarm fire is a big fire. Penalties, digs, Dak, Kellen Moore. How many alarms is a Kellen Moore fire? Maybe I should have opened with this one because it's the most interesting one to me. Cowboys' second drive of the game. You guys recall the second drive of the game? I'm sure you do, because you're smart Cowboy fans that watched the game, and only 38% of you were really drunk by the time it started. The second drive of the game, they run the Connor McGovern's in the game, but he's not in the backfield. He's actually in a wide receiver bunch. There's three wide receivers out there. Connor McGovern's one of them, and they're going to throw a screen to CeeDee Lamb. Buddha Baker has watched tape and goes, hey, Connor McGovern is in a wide receiver bunch, and I bet he ain't out here to run a fly. So he jumps it and he drops it, but it should have been a pick six because he knew what was coming. He knew. He knew what was coming, and so that's bad. The other thing, and I'll put this, you split this between Dak and Kellen Moore, is you watch a Green Bay game and you know that Devontae Adams is getting the rock, right? He still does. No problem. With the Cowboys, we talk about how teams are playing the Cowboys differently, and it's true. They're dropping a bunch of dudes in coverage. They're daring you to run. The Cowboys still aren't running the ball well enough, especially considering teams are daring you to freaking run the ball, and you still can't. That's bad. But you have CeeDee Lamb and you have Amari Cooper, and you're not getting them the ball. And you say, well, it's the way teams are playing you. They're taking that away. I think teams want to take away Devontae Adams. I think teams want to take away Cooper Cup, and they're not being taken away. So CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper not getting the ball enough not giving you a chance to make explosive plays how many alarms does that fire leave in the comments at youtube.com slash jeff cavanaugh please make sure you're subscribed i like the sun in the background where is it hello other than that i think it is important to realize i am talk you off the ledge guy i'm don't get real mad at sports guy uh If you thought the Cowboys were going to beat the Cardinals at home, I don't disagree with you. I predicted them to beat them too. But if you're taking a three-point loss to the Arizona Cardinals, who are shorthanded, I grant you that, as like the world's over and the Cowboys' season's over, that's a little bit of an overreaction. If the Cowboys play the Cardinals in two weeks, I'll probably pick them to beat the Cardinals again, even though the Cardinals will have some of their players back. I'll probably pick the Cowboys to beat them again, um, because this was just a close game where you shot yourself in the foot on your first three drives, where at the end, the officials missed two really big calls that should have gone in your favor, and both went against you. one a running back going out of bounds, and they decided that he didn't, or they decided that he was down inbounds and the clock should keep running, and it shouldn't have, so... You called your last timeout so that they would have to run two more plays before the two-minute warning, which isn't a bad idea. I like what Mike McCarthy did there. And then they fumbled, and they didn't call the fumble, and nobody from New York wanted to fix the fumble, and you didn't have a timeout, so you weren't allowed to fix the fumble. Uh, This was just a football game between a good team and a good team that was shorthanded, and the shorthanded good team won. But the idea that, like, your season's over, or, oh, my God, this team is so fake, nothing I've seen, I can believe... That's a little bit silly. You lost a football game by a field goal in a game where you hurt yourself. The officials did hurt you some, although I'm not usually blaming. A I, I'm not blame the officials guy, uh, so I won't use that as my primary. But you sure would have appreciated if they got one of those last two calls right. <laughs> <I tell you. laughs> but things are okay. Unless you thought, oh, no, we're going to win the Super Bowl and blow everybody out. Then, sure, you should be really mad because your expectations were wild. Uh, but that's that from Backyard Day Hefrey where your boy needs a haircut desperately. i look up a barber today. Find me a barber. I think I'm going to cut it off right at the curl. Right about at the curl. You know what I'm saying? What do you guys think? Leave that in the comments, too. How much should we chop off? It's very important. All right, from Studio Day Hefrey, not Studio Day heffrey from Backyard Day Hefrey, where your boy does not have electricity, I bid you adieu, and I tell you that you have no idea what anybody is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.